Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi there, curious minds out out there in our ever-expanding radio land. Welcome to CC with BB, connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, the only radio show in the world dedicated to the study of coincidences, synchronicity, and serendipity. We are coming to you through the X-Zone Broadcast Network, located in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and broadcasting all over the world. I'm a psychiatrist. I'm a pragmatic psychiatrist. I am building on the synchronicity theory work of psychiatrist Carl Jung by making some of his ideas, his theoretical ideas, more practical for us in this dangerous, confusing world. The phrase, connecting with coincidence, is my coincidence brand. It is the name of my book, my Psychology Today blog, my website, and my social media sites. Be sure to visit my YouTube channel, too. To find any and all of them, please put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine. Would you like to know how sensitive you are to coincidences? Take the Weird Coincidence survey on my website. Coincidences can help with the practical, emotional, and spiritual in your life. They let us know we have abilities like telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition, and human GPS. Human GPS is our ability to get to places we need to go without consciously intending to go there. Coincidences point us towards other intelligences that may be influencing our lives, and they sometimes trick us. Synchronicities offer a path towards spiritual development. Unlike meditation, which is primarily self-involved, synchronicities show us how connected each of us is to our surroundings. Our minds function in our mental atmosphere, the psychosphere. Just as we breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide, we also inspire energy information and send out energy information. The scaffolding of the psychosphere is being strengthened by the rapid development of the internet. This scaffolding provides support for our psi abilities, our telepathic 
clairvoyance, precognition, and psychokinetic abilities. Dreams sometimes alert the dreamer to psychological conflicts they are now ready to process. Synchronicities can sometimes be thought of in the same way. A coincidence dramatically mirrors a psychological conflict. For much of her life, beginning as a ch young child, my patient Maria had feared that someone would viciously spill human blood in front of her. This fear took many forms, always blood, always vicious. As a young adult alcoholic, she imagined that another pain-ridden alcoholic would seriously cut himself in front of her. And then, sober for more than two years, what she feared did happen. A man in her apartment building, a person who had talked about suicide and was drinking himself to death, cut himself in front of her, deeply, much blood. She felt deeply wounded, traumatized. Why did God do this to her, she asked. Why did God do this? With my help, she saw that she had a choice to believe that God did it to punish her or to help her. I suggested that as in dream work, this coincidence suggested she was ready to resolve this imagined, now real scene. I asked her which was worse, the dreams or the realities. She could not answer at first, then much to her surprise, she realized the dreams were scarier. From that, she could see that she was making up much of what she feared. She also realized that she had partially manipulated the scene to happen. Now she could take more responsibility for herself than she had ever done before. The real life scene became then the result of her partnership with God to which she had contributed. Other factors contributed to her acknowledgement of self-responsibility. As with most psychotherapeutic change, the outcome is multi-determined. Or as I like to say, there are many vexing vectors of varying strengths coming in to create the outcome we are looking at. The context, the context and her psychological development to this point facilitated this outcome. Since that time, she has increasingly more, been more able to decide what is best for her and in what direction to take her life. She has many medical problems to have to face, uh, many problems with her family, and many problems with social relationships. However, this experience appears to have taken her to a step beyond where she had been before, where she can realize that she is responsible in partnership with God in creating the outcomes she wants and needs. Our guest today, Julie Starr, is, is going to is going to help us understand some of these ideas. And Julie, you're going to apologize for that, but we're going to straighten that out. Okay. Next section. Um, Julie will be with us uh, in the next segment, and we will be talking about her, her abilities to make contact with people beyond and how synchronicity and other events help shape her life and help her communicate with other people in a way that helps them and helps us see that there is a spirit life out there for us to be able to connect with. We will be back with Julie in just a few minutes.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back to CC with BB, Connecting with Coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Our guest today is J.D. Cross. J.D. Cross holds a master's degree in business administration and has a certification in ordination in the ministry. With a history rooted in service, Cross has taught circles of meditation, energy healing, and one-to-one counseling. After retiring as an executive administrative assistant to the assistant director of the Missile Defense Agency for the United States, Cross continued receiving messages from heaven, as she had for years but was pressed to share the prophecies with mankind because of the importance of what she was given. These experiences with spirit inspired her several books, which include Soul Travel in Heaven, The Day I Died, which details her spiritual journey, along with a near-death experience she had after after apparently dying on an operating table. Prophecies in the Light of Christ is her first book. We welcome J.D. Cross to our program and delighted to have you. Hi, Bernie. Hi, hi, Julie. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on our program, and I look forward to listening to what you have to say about many things. But I wonder if you might comment on the case that I presented in the first segment. Yes. Um, um, it's very obvious that um, uh, the young lady had uh, placed fear in front of her um, in the creation of her own thoughts and feelings. And typically that's, you know, how we all create our own world and end our day by our thoughts and our feelings. And it seemed that it was difficult for her to get out of the feeling of fear that projected projected in her day, you know, of carrying it every day and everything that she did, you know, it would spill over into. And then eventually what happens is, is that one day 
that fear takes on, you know, a life experience uh, right before us. Um, it's how, not God how, that does that. How do you think that and, happens if it's not God that does it, which is what she thought may have happened? How does that well, happen that the fear that that fear materializes like that? Right. It, you know, with a lack of understanding of the higher power within us, you know, and we're God-created beings, we're the most powerful beings, you know, um, on earth. And But we just don't realize and recognize where that power comes from. And it's the free will that was given to us by God. And, um, and God, you know, within our heart placed his... Um, uh, qualities within us, and we have the choice to choose that free will of choice, you know, um, to make our decisions of what we want. And we, through uh, that empowerment, which we empower our thoughts by our feelings, you know, and, um, and little do we realize that we're creating that by how we think and how we feel. And the more positive, you know, the more positive and, and good qualities that we place and surround around, surround around. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Surround us, you know, in our thoughts and feelings, that comes back to us. That's a law of attraction, cause and effect, you know? The idea that that God has placed within us God-like capacities and that we have mm-hmm. the choice to go with positive or negative is such an important message, Julie, such an important mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. It is. And so and you're, you know, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, know, I, I, I was just it's asking. It's beautiful. It, you know, it's really beautiful. And it is so, you know, the rewards are so uh, rewarding when we place the positive, you know, thoughts and feelings around us. The you know when we use the higher power within us versus the the negative power, you know our positive higher self comes forward and makes just a beautiful life for us. You know it's the world of contrast. We live in that world of experience, right? This is a life trials and arrows, and without that contrast, we wouldn't know that higher power within us. Oh, that's we can true. think of it that way. You know, and and we think of it in as a good way and be grateful that we can, you know, see and we can make that choice. It's just that those, you know, and how I see it is that 
and how I have been shown by God that, you know, uh, when we make those choices of, of opposite contrast, of negative, it's temporary. It's not everlasting. It, everything we build is built on quicksand. It falls through or caves in. It may take a year. It may take six months. It may take two months. It may be the next day. You know, it's very in- individualized. You know, and um, and that's based on in this young lady. Um, it sounds like she came from a very dysfunctional family, yes. uh, our family of addiction, and yes. that you know that addiction takes on an identity within the brain itself. You know, it takes on a personality that wants to speak out and will constantly be there. And if it doesn't have that balance of that. Um, higher spiritual self within that individual uh, then that's what acts out how does she how does she find that higher spiritual self within her well it's like it's replacing it takes time time takes time one day at a time you know and um it takes time to reparent um and know reparent yourself because we're not our parents we're not our parents' experiences. We're there to learn, but we don't have to be that. We can be something better than that. And I'm speaking of just this one individual because it is all separate, you know, and um, she doesn't have to be the dysfunction that may have been around her. And knowing that you don't have to be something and you have that choice to change is empowering that person with love and confidence and and building their self-esteem because in a negative you know world a negative environment it tears down a person's esteem it tears down you know and, and tries to rebuild what it wants well i'm a, I'm a psychotherapist as as well as part of being a psychiatrist and mm-hmm. part of what i try to do in different language is help the person assume more responsibility for their lives and what you're exactly. descri- and what you're describing is a a stronger way to communicate that to to them by being able to say that you have uh, godlike powers within you and mm-hmm. you and you have a choice god has given you the free will to choose between good and bad and mm-hmm. How do, I'm still trying to be able to figure how to help um, people access that free will responsibility, that God-given capacity in them. She, I did that with her by, by showing her that she helped create the scene. She still mm-hmm. thought she was in partnership with God in creating that scene. You're making it mm-hmm. clearer that she did that on her own with God-like powers. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. it's a question of how do I help her uh, attune even more strongly with her free will that God has given her to be able to make even better choices in the future? Well, by I think you're doing a great job. And, Thank you. Um, uh, you know, by it's an inside job, and I think that's what you're steering her to, that, well, it's an inside job. It's not the outside world. It's the inner world. And by connecting her with her uh, fears or her past experiences that have not been building blocks, but been uh, they're building blocks of a negative nature, 
versus the spiritual nature and giving her the tools to battle that, that which is those experiences are there and will always be there in her, but she doesn't have to make them alive. She doesn't have to give them, empower them. When she, when she may make an experience may come to her mind, she can, you can give her the spiritual tools in which to say that you no longer empower me. You know, my God, my higher self, my love, the power of love is just amazing. It, yeah. it, it is at, at every level. I mean, it's just, it's amazing when a person makes that inner connection and what you're doing is guiding her to that light. And so that light of God can take over. What you're helping me yeah. do is, is helping her and others and me um, uh -huh. and myself. Uh, is the, what you said about um, uh, you don't have to be the dysfunction of your family. Because uh, right. I, I, I just realized recently um, that I have absorbed uh, more of the dysfunction of my family than I had known. One of the fun things about doing this uh, radio show is that sometimes I run into guests who are helpful to me personally as well as to our mm -hmm. audience. And mm -hmm. in your, it's one of those coincidence things that uh, I'd right. like, pay, like pay attention to. And, and I realized that uh, some some of the interaction between my father and my mother, I had absorbed my father's stance in that much more than I had ever believed I had done before, that I'd ever known. I tended mm -hmm. to see my father as a, a pretty good guy and had his own life and stuff. But the way he was allowed uh, my mother to influence him is the way I have allowed too many other people to influence me in a non-critical non-critical way and being able mm -hmm. to make that separation as you described it is is a day-by-day -day thing as you're talking about what mm -hmm. you're suggesting though is that even beyond what i can do as a therapist if people tune in to god and to love they get a they get an extra push to being able to do what they need to do uh in, inside their minds Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, Bernie, you know, uh, another, you know, I, it may be called an advantage, but you are right there and right on target. All of your education, all of those tools will lend to your, your inner spiritual higher power to help these people, to empower that. You can lend them, you have so many tools to offer them, to guide them, you know, to the light of Christ uh, within them. Not outside, and you also have the tools to show them that what their outside world is, which is their upbringing from birth on, their environment, the traits, the qualities that we inherit, you know, through DNA and through our parents' parenting, you know, and, and generationally, uh, through generations, you know, are those same traits that DNA you know, some things skip one generation, but that's all, all that makes a, a soul, a person, you know. And the, the most, the beautiful thing of it is, is that when we realize that we don't have to be those experiences. We don't yes. have to be we, we our parents yeah, or we don't our have grandparents. Yes, you know, or our grandparents. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have to be that dysfunction. I mean, 
I too have come through a very dysfunctional family, but I had the nourishment of, a, of the spirituality. Uh, so, Julie, we're coming to the end of this segment and I'd like to be okay. able to hear about uh, your particular journey. We'll be, back, we'll be back with Julie Cross in our next segment. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome back to CC with BB, connecting with coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. That's me. Our guest today is Julie Cross, and we are talking about her particular psychological journey, how she, from her own dysfunctional family, has been able to emerge as the healer and helper that she has become. Julie, please continue. Okay. Um I came from a a very dysfunctional family. Uh, It wasn't one of addiction. However, there was, uh, in my mother's side of the family, um, there uh, was a lot of alcoholism, especially they came from the prohibition time frame. And even my grandfather, um, you know, would um, uh, sell the liquor and bootleg it. Uh, But anyway, that, you know, that addiction itself was very strong in my mother's side of the family, you know, and what I noticed, you know, in that family, for me, I noticed uh, as a little child how it was so different, and it was was very frightening to me of their behavior, yet they're very loving and caring people, but they did have an addiction of alcoholism, and um, and I noticed that... Um, that later in years I noticed this, of course, that the behavior um, can be inherited, not the actual addiction, but the behavior could be inherited uh, but through my parents. And I think that's where I see, uh, I, you know, a lot of the dysfunction, how it, you know, transmits from one family to another. And um, being that... Um, I was very gifted as a child from birth. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. 
It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. And I sat in meditation with my mother uh, every morning. And the world uh, outside the doors of the home that I was raised in sometimes would be very frightening to me when I would see people and their behaviors. And they just seemed so... Um, unlike um, the God and the angels that I would see and feel always around me. I know that seems odd to say, but it does sometimes, you know, if I saw a person old, you know, I wonder, why are they old? God doesn't make people old, (laughs) you know? So I learned um, to fast forward that. I learned in the later years how to live in two different worlds how to ground myself in this world and the spiritual world. And And, and part part of what you do is help people who are grounded in this regular world here uh, get to the the spiritual world. That is, that sounds like your life task based on your, um, uh, on your history and your, just who you are. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have a related question uh, about what you're saying. Uh, Someone asked me, um, is it better to be doing the spiritual development, the the elevation, the the, the reaching for um, higher, let's say, ground or higher spiritual experiences by yourself or with someone? Should should there as a partner does a partner help or get in the way of your own spiritual development? Well, you know, uh, spiritual development is individualized. It's, it's everybody's identity, but everybody's path is different than the other. And then sometimes you run into people that there's a great synchronicity. synchronicity. Yes. And um, there, there's a likeness, and it makes the path easier for communicating, you know, because there isn't as much contrast. So it's always it's always good to have, you know... Um, the circle of light of Christ around you, no matter where you go, if it's uh, uh, with a class, uh, if you have to see a therapist, it, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, to have that guidance in that direction. Um, what about uh, what about a spiritual life partner? Well, I think that is just that is just beautiful. I've I've been blessed. I was married uh, very young at 19, and um, I, it, I ended in a divorce in 1982. I never thought I would ever get married again. And, um, uh, and I continued my work. And I have this, I've been five years married, and, um, and he is an author and a publisher, and uh, I swear, I, I just am so blessed because we have, we have, we are, we're both individuals, but there is a great likeness in the Christ and in the spiritual world, the spiritual thinking. 
it's um and that is just it's great that's a blessing it's great that it is, is a blessing. I mean, it's a blessing in communicating it's a blessing and and working with one another and helping one another and um and you know the communication it, i just i didn't have that in, in my first marriage and i'm not saying that the marriage was all all bad but um i didn't realize at that time when i was growing up there was a lot of alcohol and um and my husband I never thought he was an alcoholic because it was just a social thing that people did, right? But really, you know, he was an alcoholic. And um, it wasn't until um, uh, later years I started to see how that does affect the communication and tears down a relationship because that, that disease is acting out, you know, and it doesn't want the good. <laughs> It, it doesn't. That's one. The alcohol. Yeah, I've got a. <laughs> I got an, uh, an alcoholic, thirty-one-year-old, and uh, she's done very well um, with considering that alcohol was her best boyfriend, uh, because because mm -hmm. that's she could always go to him uh, when she was feeling bad, even though he made her feel uh -huh. bad. She could still go right. to him to make her feel good, even though again she'd feel bad if she did him too much. <laughs> and it's just that that's a it was a great metaphor for her and. And now, after about nine months, she's div she's divorcing him. She's separating from him. It's been a metaphor that's worked well for her. Uh, that is great. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in, in your current relationship, you said something that I think our listeners should really, really pay attention to, um, that the two of you have your own individual lives, mm -hmm. and you also come together in spiritual ways in order to come together in spiritual ways you need to have your own individual lives mm -hmm. exactly I, mm -hmm. I, could you tell us how you manage that the two of you because uh, I have some people telling me how wonderful it is to be together all the time uh, but then mm -hmm. they become so enmeshed that they lose their own personal identities and then they got to blow themselves apart in order to find them each other find themselves mm -hmm. to each other to themselves how do you manage that that, that dance between uh, a kind of a spiritual uh, connect deep spiritual connection and then also going to being separate and different and separate from each other well you know utilizing the tools of your higher power of acceptance and I think it's, it's when you come into the responsibility of your own identity and your consequences and your choices and your decisions and you recognize where, they, where they're coming from and either you reparent them, you know, um, to a higher nature, to a spiritual nature. I think that's what both Bill and I do with one another. We utilize, uh, you know, we use God's tools. We, 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 we constantly keep them in the forefront of our, of our thinking, of our thoughts, and of our feelings. And that when a contrast comes up, even individually, we both will, you know, if we get, because naturally we have to work through this body. It's the physical senses, right? Right. If those physical senses want to act out in frustration, immediately we may say to one another, um, look at each other with a little look of, uh, you want to rethink that? <laughs> and then kind of laugh. <laughs> but, 
Do we really want to go down that path? <laughs> I don't think we're going to like it if we do. We can choose it, but I don't think we're going to be happy, you know. And we both then pull in, you know. I mean, because when you say pull, when you say pull in, what do you mean? Well, we pull in, we pull in our our higher our higher self. We pull in the love that we come from and that we are. And um, I think that that really makes us grounded and um, and empowers us uh, to where we overthrow any contrast of our physical nature. When you say you know? when you say contrast, I think I know what you mean, but would you please def- define that a little more define clearly? Define it? Yeah. Well, the contrast is, you know, it can be depression, it can be anger, it can be greed, it can be lust. It's it's a selfish uh, motivator. Jealousy, you know, I want uh, put put jealousy in there. Oh yeah, and jealousy. Oh my God, yes. Oh my, oh, (laughs) jealousy. uh, That's a big one around around these parts here. Uh, You want to You want to own that person and have them do what you want them to do and be the way you want them to be and don't want them to be with somebody else. It's so (laughs) so powerful and that's so grounded in uh, our physical being, is it not? Right, and let's throw controlling in there. I mean, because, you know, if we want to, we want to control someone else, we want to control our partner, you know, we want to possess him or her, you know, and, and those things are all contrast to good, to selflessness, to Uh, love. I've got somebody, got somebody that I talked to where he is big on jealousy when she gets involved with somebody else in any way, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. big on control. She loves mm-hmm. to tell him how to think and how to eat, uh, even though mm-hmm. she pretends like she's not really doing that. Mm-hmm. And she empowers it, you know, by her feelings. So she'll empower those um, those thoughts, that energy. You know, because thoughts and feelings are energy. Yes. And um, and what they do is they 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 look for an attraction that's like the that energy of itself that's out there. And and people don't, you know, it's very hard sometimes for people to see that, you know, every thought and feeling is a powerful energy force around us that creates. So when somebody is jealous and, or somebody is controlling, what do you? That mind is looking for uh, I, I, I thoughts and emotions that are like that in the other person. Is that what you mean? Yeah, it is because you know um, what it does. It, it creates a, an experience, and that person isn't owning that they are controlling. Okay. So they're trying to project it onto someone else, but really, when they look in the mirror, they're looking at themselves, and they they don't they don't see that it. it's really them, you know. And um, they they're really you know projecting it onto someone else instead of looking at the inside in themselves. So if he's jealous, it's really a, it can be a projection of her onto him, and if she's controlling, it's really a projection of him onto her. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. a. That that's uh, that's a that's I, I've had I've run across that idea before, um, but you're saying mm-hmm. it much more clearly than I than I had run across it before. We're we're coming to the end uh, of this segment in a, about ten twenty seconds. Uh, this whole 
discussion uh, about interpersonal spirituality, I would call it, uh, is so important for us humans to get to. I am clearer and clearer that the psychotherapeutic methods that I learned are too inefficient, that we need more spiritual infusion, and you're helping us do that. We'll be back after a very short break. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back to CC with BB, Connecting with Coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Our guest today is Julie Cross, and we've just talked about spiritual psychotherapy or spiritually infused psychotherapy it gets us beyond uh, thinking of just I'm responsible for everything which is true and we're I'm responsible for my life but connects us with a higher power that allows us to work more efficiently and more effectively in our daily life Julie one of the things you you say is the light of Christ and I'm Jewish, so I would like to see how the light of Christ fits with my Jewishness and uh, Muslim and Hindu and Buddhist. Uh, please t- talk about that a bit. Well, the light of Christ, um, you know, God lighteth the world with love. And in that love, there's a oneness of everything. Um, in order to have structure in this world, and which is very man-made, um, mankind, you know, put together many types of religion, but it really comes under one source, you know, and that's love. And that's the love of the Christ, and Christ is love. Um, it's, not ju- it's not a man, it's a source um, that came at a different uh, period in time to help the people and to help the people you know, further into, you know, what we call the future. But the light 
of Christ is a force field of love uh, within all of us. It's it's God. Does that mean you 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 have to be Christian, or I don't think you mean that, or whatever you mean no. by. It's it's a linguistic problem that people are sensitive to. uh, It is, and so I'm just seeing how you manage that. Um, I, uh, you know, I believe, you know, religion, which is, you know, all the religious sects, um, uh, Jews, Christian, you know, it it all, you know, helps to identify beliefs and a belief system. And, um, you know, and it, it helps those people that um, are at many different levels of consciousness be able to attain, you know, that connection um, to their higher source within. And um, to me, it's, it's all oneness, and that's love. The greatest thing that God's place, and, you know, we gave you know, the source, the deity of the higher power, the name God, or the Father within us. And um, when we put it all together, we're all one. We're all the same. We're all love. And it's not man-made love. It's not love of the, of the personality. It's a love of, of of something greater than that. It's it's greater than yourself. Yes. Does that make sense? Well, I've had the experience of divine love, however brief. Um, It was, it's a life-changing experience. I'm still Mm -hmm. absorbing it. And uh, it's, it it came through a relationship in which there was, uh, I had a love we had much love between us, and that love mm-hmm. led to an experience of divine love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's unconditional. It's it's so you know it's unconditional, and you know it. And that love itself has a higher consciousness, a higher intelligence. It has an infinity to it. It's forever expanding and growing. You know, and. Um, and we as human beings are returning back to that source. I mean, we're living a, a world of a physical form of experience um, to know the difference. If we and didn't of, know the difference, how would we get there? How would we get there? Um, yeah. I, this, this show is about coincidences. And uh, mm-hmm. I believe that uh, coincidence awareness, uh, synchronicity awareness, can be a path toward spiritual development. Uh, what do you yeah. think of that? What do you think of that? I, I do believe in that. Um, you know, I, I know that, you know, through life, um, I even remember as a child, you know, saying, oh, what a coincidence this happens or that you came here. I was just thinking about you, you yeah. know, and yeah. you show up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, that, you know, it, to me, you know, in, in later years, I would identify that, you know, as a God incident, you know, because it's just, it's of a higher power. It's a, it's it's a higher source. It's a God. It's a God-given action that takes place, you know, around it to make it happen, because it's thought. You know, with every thought, you know, there is a feeling, but that with every thought, there is an empowerment uh, of energy in that, and we we give it, you know, a life 
through our feeling. We project it. You know, we pre- and we're very powerful people. We just don't realize how powerful we are. And Sometimes that's what, until we get into circumstances. Until we get into bad circumstances, <laughs> yes. Uh, that. Have you ever, you know, there, I, I, I just want to tell you one thing. You know, we just built our house um, in Charlottesville, Virginia, and it's, um, it's in a beautiful place, and we have, you know, the mountain scenes and all that. And um, we came from Virginia Beach. And uh, to make a long story short, right through walkthrough, you know, our builder uh, had given us uh, some paint for touch-ups. And I said, you know, I really love the color of, of the house. And he said, yeah. I said, well, what's the name of it? And he said, um, it's Divine White. And I looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, my. I said, divine white. Well, when we were building this house and when we were, we were told to meet, we were given the insight to move here. Um, and it was, uh, you know, our house made in heaven. And that's what was told to us. And when he said divine white, I thought, oh, how it all fits together. That's Our beautiful. house made in heaven and divine white. Well, you know, and that, see how that coincidence a god instant instant and you know how it all is really the same it's just recognizing that you you know that inner in the heart that love that uh god qualities within you you know it just places all that energy around you with the place that you are uh spiritually i imagine uh from what uh my research has shown that you see a lot of uh coincidences Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I do. It, and I a, love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, for those who are uh, uh, not in the place you are, uh, and I, I love what you said about uh, religions um, being around to help people of perhaps uh, not developed as developed consciousness to start moving in the in the developing of consciousness um, direction, uh, that that sometimes uh, they create coincidences uh, that uh, they don't rel- realize they're creating. Kind of like the the patient I told you about, uh, mm-hmm. who by her own actions and thinking, as you're suggesting, makes mm-hmm. made that coincidence happen. Uh, so mm-hmm. that I, I try to help people separate out uh, the part they play in creating a coincidence from the part that maybe comes from outside and more the more mm-hmm. spiritually developed you become uh the less i think uh each of us is doing it but then i think the more i think each of us is doing it because we've expanded our godlike powers and then it becomes hard to tell the difference between what we're doing and what uh, the higher power might be doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well let me say one thing of, of uh in regards to your your patient that we were talking about um you know and, and letting someone know, it's very, it's, it's difficult for people to see that they create their own world. Yeah. You know, and that they are the, the actual pro-creator of their own world. And, um, and to help them see it is to bring ownership. When they take ownership, and that is taking responsibility of their own thoughts, without projecting it into the outer world on someone or some other place, something outside themselves. They will come more into the reality that they are the ownership. 
And, and, that and my, pro my problem is not that they, once they get to the ownership, that's a great place to get to. My problem with patients is often getting them to see that they are, quote, creating their own reality. How do they create their own reality? We only have about two minutes left, but how do people create well, their own reality? By their thoughts and feelings, by, uh. you know, their desires, their emotions, you know, what they want. What do they want, you know, a career, you know, what type of career? When they put all the positive in it and not, you know, wobble between, Oh, it's not going to happen. Oh, that's not really good. Oh, I'm not really good. Yeah, I am. But when they're wobbling, you know, teetering, you know, uh, they're helping to create, you know, that contrast of the, uh, you know, right in front of them to ex to show them the difference. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of instead of having trusting, having more trust and belief and faith that I am going to make this. You know, I well, am going to be an excellent uh, person or, or whatever. I have come to finally conclude, and we're, we have about 40 seconds left in this, uh -huh. uh, t t that, that I am going to try to get out into the world more clearly than I had before, because I had been wobbling, that mm -hmm. synchronicity awareness is a path towards spiritual development. That's my thing that's accumulation of many many years of work and I, I just got that confidence most recently and it's absolutely necessary to do that beautiful beautiful I, I want to thank you for being on the show Julie it's been a pleasure to have you